0: You're constantly walking into walls, clashing with people, and getting blindsided by the news because you were taught. Listen closely when someone is talking and not observe when someone speaks. Thus, you're always walking away with far less than 5% of the messages someone was conveying to you during any interaction. Tyranny of words Here's what's happening between two people when they are speaking to each other, and words are their primary means of understanding one another. Person 1 has a thought. Processes that thought to organize beginning, middle, end, and critical points of thought. The person that compresses the thought, to convey in words, envy. The compression is done based person one's sense of interpretation. Person one conveys the compressed thought through words. Person two hears the words, if he or she is completely paying attention, decompresses the thought by thinking about what was just said, interprets what was just said based on his slash her unique knowledge, experiences feelings, and mood. NB, person 2 subconsciously edits, highlights, and deletes based on his or perspective. Then person 2 responds. And then the cycle begins again. That interaction counts for about 5-7% of all communication. What happened to the rest of the 93-95%? to Lost to social media and your obsession, or lack thereof. This is why it feels so luscious and so satisfying when someone speaks so eloquently that they artfully seduce and encapsulates an emotion, complete with thought, out of their minds and into ours. Because it is so rare. So rare that someone reaches the 5-7% person of communication. I.e. these are the poets, singers, writers, illustrators, rappers. This is also why we have so many laws because it is fundamentally impossible to encapsulate how humans should be to one another in all situations and all walks of life in words without ambiguity running amok. This is why the ancients, and the wise, spoke in parable and poetry because only those two forms of language evoke the emotion and imagery that truly comes close to evoking the thought that the sender intended. This is why we love stories more than facts. Alright, let's pause this thought for a second. Only 5% greater than 95 to 96 percent of your life is out of your control. Greater than. Greater than Robert Green, award-winning author of the 48 Laws of Power. Sounds unreal, doesn't it? Go ahead, start listing all the things in your life that you can't control, including things about yourself. Do you see it? This is why the ancient Chemists and then the Greeks, believed that mastery of self is the greatest mastery of all because much of that remaining 4-5% you do control is control over yourself. In this, you must have Kung Fu. Kung Fu is supreme skilled from hard work, endless repetitions. Snake. Notice the snake at the top of the hat? If you've watched your fair share of martial arts movies or read your chunk of African literature, you've probably come across references to reptiles, particularly the snake a martial arts master pacing about, indeed seemingly dancing with danger, with mortality, with a snake. That dance is both metaphoric and literal. Literally, if she slash he gets bit, it's game over, death. Metaphorically, the dance is an illustration between the neocortex and the limbic slash reptilian brain. The cold-blooded, part of your brain that is only concerned with fucking and killing slash surviving. The dance is the test of becoming human. For we are not born human. We are born animals. Selfish, impatience, prone to violence and outbursts of glee, sadness, anguish, and anger. True maturity is becoming human. Rising above your, sometimes, petty emotions of greed, lust, zeal, and truly recognizing that without each other, there is no life for a human. One for all. We humans have had a religion since the beginning of time, and it is what has gotten us here. And it is not Christianity, it is not Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, or any of these. It is one for all, i.e., me for everyone. You are not reading this on a device because you invented or built that device or even discovered the scientific methods by which this message is conveyed. Nor can any one person claim that credit. Once upon a time, we were at a concert waiting for the performance of a very famous artist, and so the technicians were putting the equipment on stage, doing sound check, and switching on the lights. And a producer friend said see all those guys, they are all, insert name of favorite artist. We love singularity, the whole. But in truth, there is no such thing as self-made. And no great man slash woman stands on their strength alone. There are legions of men and women who work tirelessly to put and keep them where they are, you may see a single name, but there are oceans you do not see. One for all. Someone learns something, cultivates it through their lifetime." Pass it on to the next person who then cultivates it further, and then passes it on to the next generation. Much of who we are and what we have in this generation is not by far our doing, nor could it have been achieved in one lifetime. There are legions, oceans, cosmos full of sacrifices, names that you will never see or know, who have given to who you are and what you have today. This is why the old school hip hoppers always poured a drink out for all those who are not here or shouted out their names before doing anything because you might never know the sacrifices made for you. Just a thought. Thank you for your time.